Hi there, I'm here at Giant with Bridget Gorham. We've just come off a uh, Femtech panel. and So just explain a little bit about who you are and why you're here today at Giant. Yeah, sure. So my name is Bridget Gorham. I'm a health economics policy advisor at the NHS Confederation. Um, so I focus prim primarily on the relationship between investment in the NHS and wider economic growth. And I'm currently undertaking a report that looks at the relationship between investment in women's health and wider economic prosperity throughout England. Um, so kind of quantifying those investment pieces when we look at the menopause, menstrual health, infertility, etc. But also the kind of ripple effects of women's health on the broader economy. So women's caring responsibilities, women's role in the NHS, making up 80% of the workforce and so on and so forth. Yeah, and another one of the statistics that went out was 68% of women are unpaid carers as well. And women's health isn't just women's health, it's family health, societal health. So within the NHS, you know, a lot of these companies are private but within the NHS what are some of the biggest challenges you're trying to tackle with women's health? I think within the NHS well I would say first and foremost the NHS workforce plan didn't mention the menopause once um, and when we know the rate at which women are leaving the workforce due to the menopause and the and the growing demographic of women, menopausal women in the workforce, I think that's a huge miss. Um, and also just basic things like providing menstrual products in the workplace so that women aren't having to leave the workplace and go and buy their menstrual products and so on and so forth. So there's a lot to be done, um, but I think some of those small steps like actually recognizing that women exist in certain yeah. policies, it's an important start. And this isn't just a thing that you hear about, like I physically have this experience where they're like go to this building to get this, this and this I'm like I don't want to go to this building I need to have this right yeah. here right now and it's, it's a huge huge problem definitely and I think with so if you said you're coming from more of an investment side as well so what are some of the you know easiest I mean nothing's easy with, yeah. with investments but easiest areas that would have the biggest impact yeah so I said this on the panel as well but I think one of the easiest things that we can do is just listen to women and girls um, it's a free kind of resource that yeah. we have just listening right, to yeah. yeah exactly because you when you trace someone throughout their patient journey and I'm not saying that every single patient journey is kind of disastrous but a lot of women are having to go back to the GP several times before even getting a secondary care referral and what is that costing to the NHS those repeat appointments those misdiagnoses I mean, if we just listen to women, we could kind of circumvent all of that and it'd be a lot cheaper in effect. Um, so I think that's the biggest kind of low-hanging fruit at the moment is listening to women. But also some of the other low-hanging fruit are what I mentioned. Like these women have been menstruating for ever and they will continue to do so. So we need something in place. We need measures in place. We need to recognize that this is happening. Um, and do something about it so that we can support our women and our workforce. I mean, we're more than half of the population. It's about time. Completely. And thank you so much for speaking to us today. I think it's such an important topic to highlight. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks for having me.